Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know what's better than paying with cash? Paymaya. It's an app that lets you go cashless in stores, online shops, your bills, and so much more. And you can get awesome rewards like cashbacks and discounts when you do. You can load Paymaya via your bank account, your debit or credit card, or via convenience store kiosk. Remember, when you have to pay, don't pay cash. Paymaya. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Bro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, Raf Camus, and Chino Liao all together again here hey, at Podcast Network back, Asia. Camus. Welcome, welcome back, Camus. Camus. <laughs> Unfortunately, Camus Week is over. Yeah, welcome to what? the real world. Fuck you, Camus. <laughs> Hey, uh, sorry. Okay, I, I cut you off. That's unfair. Fine. Uh, no, 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 no. You had something no. to say. No, I was going to say that the, the fuck you was not unwarranted. I, I could have oh. taken a shut up. I, I would have taken on. a shut up, but you went straight to fuck you. Actually, I'm like, oh, Chino, what a prick. No, I wanted to make up for the three weeks he wasn't here. Was it three, three, three weeks? weeks? Yeah, it was two. It was two. I'm going to And like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everyone for missing Camus week. No, no, I'm sorry for your loss. There was there were losses. Losses. Um, there was somebody though who was physically around who actually referenced the podcast at the wake. Like uh, oh, it was a very odd, hell. It was a very <laughs> odd interaction. So you might as well share it here. We're just jumping yeah, right uh, into it, right? Okay, no, no. The, the, we'll, let's jump into the story. So um, I I went I flew over to Bacolod for one of my lolas wakes. It's not actually one of my paternal or maternal grandmothers, but might as well be. So. At this wake, there's a lot of like people that you meet from your childhood that you've only met in passing. So it's like, ay yung pinsan mo na ganito na ano kamag-anak ni ganito na all all that sort of things. Yeah, all these reaches, all these reaches, uh, extended family, no, like really, really reach yes. extended family. So my in this family that it's already a reach to call me a family member of this family, and I know you're listening. Your name is not going to be mentioned, but your relation will be. There is a tita that lives in Iloilo mm-hmm. who has two sons. Right. And she was like, Oh yeah, one of my sons is going to come he's going to come over and you're gonna meet him and you know, he's weird like you. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. So I'm like, yo, okay, you know, what's the you know what's what's the big deal there? But then she's like, Yeah, okay, so you you, you get to meet him. So so he comes over and it's like, Hi, hello, let's you know, let's be friends and we're sitting at the table and it's like so and so I'm like, so um, how, how have you been since like the last time I saw you when we were like 10 years old? He's like, um, your, your podcast is pretty great. And I'm like, oh. 
you listen to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. Yeah, I I, I know, I know the thing. I'm like, yo, why the how the how how did you how did you find out about us? He's like, he's like, yeah. So he, he's into Sasha Banks. He's into Sasha Banks. He does some research locally on what the community is like, and then he finds us, and it's like. Oh, classical shoot episode. That sounds great. <laughs> and that's the first thing he listens to. And I was like, but I wasn't on that. He's like, yeah. And then I listened to the, it was around that time. And then he jumped into like the stories from Wrestle Kingdom. Wait, from wait, the wait, wait, wait. He listened episode. to the podcast, but did he know who he was listening to? That you no, were his relative? No, no, apparently he, it took him a while to okay. jump to, 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 conclu- to arrive at the conclusion that, oh, wait, this is Raf Camus. <laughs> Raf Goles Camus. Oh wait, he's that one that I met many years ago. And then the mom, the mom was just like, "You do what?" <laughs> and then, and then that that snowballs into the whole. So you do a wrestling podcast. And then he's like, "Not only does he do a wrestling podcast, he just got his first win." And I'm just like, "Oh, <laughs> fucking hell!" Para madiyata yung mga sound effects. Ipag na pa obvious naman Mister Ubusan ng lahi out there you stand. Oh my! Oh ano man? Are we are we gonna go with that, ba? Yeah, yeah man. It's your Twitter. It's already your Twitter name. No, no, no. I mean, I mean on this show, like yeah. Why the fuck not? Yes. Okay. All right, uh, so there, the, uh, that's Camus' quick story from the wake that he attended uh, over in Bacolod. Um, you know, so, so much going on. We apologize, by the way, that we weren't able to put out an episode last week. We blame it on Tisoy. dudes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really Tisoy's fault. We had a very uh, limited window to record last week, and when Tisoy got in the way, it really messed up our schedule so badly. So um, and, and the Sea Games. Yeah, I would, I would yeah. like to believe. I would like to believe the Sea Games, games got, into your, it got in the way. No, no, no. no it wasn't the Sea Games. It wasn't the Sea Games. No, it was totally Tisoy. It was really Tisoy. It was Tisoy, and then. Yeah, everything else snowballs. It, it, it's really hard. Uh, but on the bright side, we had a little bit of time to do all of our errands. And if you have your errands to do as well, you can actually do them with the help of PayMaya because you, you can scan to pay using the QR code for your groceries, hey. the gas, the department store bills, etc. using the PayMaya app. And all you have to do is to use the PayMaya app code scanner. So you can pay just by scanning the QR codes which are located at the grocery counters and other establishments. Yes, you can actually pay using the QR code. So mm-hmm. when you do your groceries... Yes, you Scan the QR code in the cashier using the scanner on your PayMyApp, and that's it. Booking and shopping online is also easier with PayMaya. Just use your virtual card found in your app or the physical Visa or MasterCard PayMaya card. I actually got one of these uh, a couple of years ago. I still haven't used it, but it's there. Why haven't you used it, Stan? Because I've been waiting for the right time to uh. use it. And the time is now. Yes, the time is now because when you download the PayMaya app and register with our unique promo code. Unique promo code. So unique, it is distinct. Yes, that code is WrestlePayMaya. Again, it is WrestlePayMaya. Oh, in case, in case, in case, in case, in case, spelling R W R E. W R E S T L E Paymaya. Yes. P A Y M A Y A. Again, that's Wrestle Paymaya. You get 50 pesos of credit and you also put 50 pesos into our tiny wallet, which we have to divide among yeah, four yeah. people. Actually, mm-hmm. five if you count the network. <laughs> but that goes to us. So yeah. that, that uh, keeps I think, No, I think that one is ours. I'm not sure. Yeah, that was that was ours. Oh, yeah, that, no, that goes to us. Without a hat, you network. Yeah, because the network has their own, uh, yeah, yeah, their yeah, own yeah. cut. 
So all of us make money here, or we're trying to make money. Uh, we're trying your, to hustle. Yeah, you get, we make money, you get money too. Yeah, so that's how it works, right? Just upgrade, send and spend today and visit www.paymaya.com slash refer to learn more. And you know, you got to hustle and that's something we're going to talk about on this episode of the podcast. We actually have the CEO of Podcast Network Asia, Boss Ron or Boss Ronster Baekhyun. He's the guy who made all of this happen for us. He signs the checks, the documents, the contracts, all that other good the stuff. stuff. Yeah, the pay my stuff. He, he literally dragged us out of my mother's den. Mm, that's yes. true. Yes. Like yes. seriously, yes. if you if you guys if you guys need the context, we sound so much better. We get so, we ha- we actually have a producer now. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone we've had in your mother's den uh, needs another go around on this show. Yeah, because just, just because it's yeah, so just much. Because better. we're here now. Uh, yeah, but, I, I oh, think it oh, also. Oh, Kim, can you I also think that uh, the impact of PNA cannot be understated because imagine if we had to bring TJP. And his entourage <laughs> to his mother's den, comes his mom's den. den, where where his dogs hump everybody. Imagine no, no, that's one dog. That's one dog that humps everybody <laughs> and sniffs crotches, and one who breathes heavier than you. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, that that would have been uh, quite the experience, to put it lightly. So we're glad that we're here. We're part of the podcast network Asia family, and you can check us out. Pretty much on all the Podcast Network Asia socials. So Hustle Share Ron's show is one of the shows that's part of the network. You can also catch the eavesdrop. Looking forward to meeting all of the members of the eavesdrop in person. That's going to be next week. Uh, you also get to meet the Halo Halo show. Everything in between. The Generation Gap. Kodazers, Cool Pals. All the OG shows and the newer ones that are also part of the network. You can catch all of that there. But before we get to Ron and talking about how he went from the party guy, uh, the guy who was basically making money getting people on guest lists from at all these events. From Party Monster Ron. Yeah, from Party Monster Ron. I really, it's such a great handle. But to to yeah. him handling chatbot.ph and selling that in a year to finally putting up Podcast Network Asia. will talk all about that. But before that, we have to talk about one Dave Batista. Batista! All right, uh, we, we've Man made all alive. the jokes. We've made all the jokes. And I, I, I'm beginning to think that Dana Brooke was in on it from the get-go. Now, this was all leading up to the announcement. <laughs> so this how was big his dick was? Or? <laughs> I was going to say, so we, so we got played. Feeling go. We, we got, got worked. fucking work. We got worked, son. We okay. worked. Wait, 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 in case wait, you just wait. heard the announcement uh, right here, Batista is the first member of the Headliner, WWE Hall of Fame. Headliner with NWO. He will be headlining it alongside the four OGs of the NWO. 444 uh, four, four Life. Hmm. Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hogan. and X-Pac. Fucking Hogan. Hogan eh. gets another shot. Eh. Yeah, yeah. So does Diesel. So does Scott Hall. So does eh, X-Pac. No, Hogan is the worst. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, you can make that argument, but then uh, Diesel deserves it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott Hall well, yeah, deserves yeah, it. Yeah, Think about this. X-Pac is a two-time Hall of Famer, oh. not on his own accord. Oh. Yeah, well, that, oh. It's because of the groups he's been part of. Oh, why not? I mean... I think he deserves it, yeah. I, I guess so, yeah, uh, with the impact of the Hogan, NWO though. on the business. Uh. Yeah, Hogan no, I mean, being a problematic the, human being. Yeah, okay. X-Pac has been a part of two of the most influential groups in wrestling history. Ang galing eh. like, diba? in, in a five-year stretch. In, in, within the same era, in yes. fact. Rival groups. Across two promotions. Exactly, diba? so Crazy. He, so imagine, so doesn't he deserve it on that accord? Yeah, you know? sure. No, no sure. You, think, you think X-Pac is a joke because he tore his asshole and he, had, he was in a porno with China. But, uh, oh, yes, Ryan, these, act, these things actually happened. Tape. 
The one night in China? Yeah, Carlos. Just, 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 just reiterating that for clear. Yeah, yeah. He's not Ryan. gonna download it. Don't uh, pollute the child. No, cows. but no, he's not a child. <laughs> no, he so, has broadband. Some of you, some of you might think that X Fox is a punchline because of that, but he's actually uh, reformed a little bit of goodwill over the years. It's a game changer in China. That's true. He paved the way for a lot of smaller He was one, two, three kid. No, no, no. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time until he gets in on his own accord. All right, because like uh, you, you do have to Hogan though. Hogan though, there, there. Hey, that's can what can I was we bring it back to, to Batista and his big dick, please? Yeah. How do we? How do we? How are we sure that the initiative got at the end for real? I mean, it could be happening, but you know, the, the the cynical side of me thinks nah, this is all to make people talk about Batista. Yeah. Every day the Brook wants to walk inside this pit of danger, Stan. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> No, you know, it's actually it's actually a way to get Drake Maverick and Elias back on TV. No, 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 it no, really no, is. It really is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It actually happened on it, SmackDown. Uh, it actually makes sense, though. That's this why was I'm referenced. Yeah, yeah, it actually makes sense. God, uh, so there. Um, you know, I, I'm happy for Batista. First I was Filipino in the Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, you could yes. say that. You yes. could say that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I was happy to have been there for his final match. And um, you know we were there for basically all of Batista's run, yeah. from his rise from in start. Evolution mm. to him becoming no, world I, I heavyweight champion. Say, even before Evolution, but when he was Deacon, when he was Deacon Batista. I came into Evolution Batista, which is still, which is still like the canonically the best version, like of his. Well, uh, yes. to start, to start, to start. Oh yeah, for can, sure. You can deny the Deacon Batista ever, happened. and even Blue Tista, <laughs> and you can also deny Blue Tista, but like. Evolution remember, Batista. yeah, remember him just yeeting people, and then people wearing the Evolution T-shirts, and then Motorhead blaring everywhere. Like Camus, you and I went I, to I Savior, know. and at the same time, everyone was wearing the Evolution shirts. And yeah, the, the line in the sand was a common song for people to that sing. Was, the, the, I remember that playing at our school fair, yes. like, a number of times, and it's just like, yes, this is still the best theme. Like just to belt out to in a big space. Yeah, but right, see, right. See, Batista, when he was here for the WWE live events, mm. he would guest on all these uh, new time shows. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, interview presented Joey DeLeon. I remember that distinctly. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't I know if you dig up that footage. Though. I don't know if you remember this, but yeah. there's actually footage of Batista at uh, the Mall of Asia atrium, yeah. bago pa siya, uh, at a meet and greet event, and the host was a young Tony Tony. So there's Yo! footage of this on the WWE network. Yo, wow. no, no, wait, wait, wait. Not not just on the network, but this website or network? No, it's it's part of the Batista documentary mm. that they made oh, a few months ago. Yeah, so yeah. so pinanood ko siya and then I was like, "Uy, tanga si Tony Tony na." And then like a week uh, Tony, a week or a Tony month Tony after, bueno. uh, I was at Boys Night Out doing an interview for a PWR show and I I told Tony about it. So he was telling me uh, about how he used to be the go-to guy for the wrestling events. Uh, uh, he would say that. He would, he would tell us that a lot. No? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so he was Stan C before Stan C. Hey, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, so there. Um, <laughs> but Batista obviously deserves to be a headliner for the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, he's, this, he's despite, done so despite much. Despite what some people will say about his career, because he, like, he has his haters. Sure. Batista has always had his haters. Like he doesn't belong in the same breath as the other three. I, I mean, if you're gonna talk about the Hall of Famers, I think the minute that you put Coco Beware in there, you can pretty much put anyone in there. Yes, you, you, you truly I agree. can. I agree. But the thing is that Coco Beware is the bare minimum <laughs> for a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's call a spade say, a spade. Cindy Lauper is in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Celebrity no, she's yeah. got mainstream wing. attention, so fine, we'll give her that. There's, there's an entire wing of those yeah. people. Yeah. 
Donald Trump Donald Trump is still in there. Yeah, it's still in there. Yep. But mm. Batista, he, um, h- how did Batista change the game per se? Aside from, oh, I've got the Philippine flag tattooed on my shoulder. I represent this demographic. <laughs> yeah, which he since covered up. He's a generational athlete. I mean, I know he he is uh he is part of that famous OVW two thousand two class. Yes, so that includes uh, Randy Cena, Orton, John Cena, Cena. Uh, Brock, Brock, Brock. Uh, Shelton, Shelton. Uh, mm. Um, who else? You know, so it's actually yeah. it, it speaks a lot to his athleticism when he started. Uh, late in his life, oh, right? no, 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 later, later than most. He was like DDP. Yeah, exactly. He was 35 when he started. Yes. Exactly the same age as DDP, and he became well, a multiple-time world champion. Multiple, multiple world, multiple world champion, and one of the most entertaining. Like I have to say, uh, when you put him in a tag team with guys on SmackDown, and you put the straps on him, and that happened how many times? Like three or four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with Eddie, with Eddie Ray. Ray. No, he never wanted Eddie. Oh no, but he was still there. He was, he was there. He was in a tag team. He was in a tag team with Eddie. Yeah. Sorry, just. But I just have so many fond memories of his tag team work. Also, not just, not just with the evolution. You is Ric Flair, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Rick I was Flair gonna say. Ray. I was gonna say that the evolution tag teams were so great, but the other part of the smaller things, the post-evolution tag teams, that really showed like what. An explosive big man can do when you give him that hot tag and bam, just go to town. Here's a hot take, and I'm not sure how. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it, it'll even be totally controversial, but Batista would be a harbinger for Triple H's eye for talent because we now know him as somebody who's really got an eye for it because mm-hmm. of what he's done with NXT. But if you remember the origin story of Evolution, he was the one who handpicked. Batista and Randy Orton. Uh. And you look at them now, all of them are legit Hall of Famers. And if uh, Triple H had whiffed on that Batista pick, which he could have if they'd stuck with Mark, Mark Jindrak, mm. right? it uh, could have probably diminished his confidence that, oh, I have an eye for talent. Yeah, yeah. Like, Batista was the first gem that he actually spotted for himself. No, f- to jump off your point, he also did the same for China. Remember, Triple H was also the person who approached China to be a part of the WWE. So that, that's actually made yeah. eye for talent that like, ever since. It wasn't just with Batista, yeah. although the Batista pick did help. Mm. Uh, I think uh, I, here's another take. Um, if John Cena wasn't a thing uh, as a Doctor flag bearer, no, 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 not <laughs> Doctor of Thugonomics, as a flag bearer, as a top uh, foundational face uh, of the WWE, uh, Batista would have been one of those guys as well. Because he was already getting that uh, Hulk Hogan pop uh, in what? 2005, 2006. Yeah. When he was a uh, uh, hallmark babyface for Raw and SmackDown. So that's, that's one of his biggest merits. Oh, that's why he deserves to get in. I think when you look at wrestling as a whole, but you can really look at you mga foundational stars every uh-huh. decade. Like the eighties was in you know, Hogan, Warrior, Savage, Steamboat, Piper, right? Uh, the 90s you had Austin, uh, The Rock, Rock uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Taker, two thousands, and the Triple H, and then you have Batista, Randy yeah. Orton, John Cena. John like, Cena. Uh-huh. But Batista um, probably is in that Mount Rushmore for that decade. Oh, for that decade. For sure. that decade. For sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give him that. We'll give him that because. Yeah. There were a lot of dark things that happened in that decade too, you know. Jesus, uh, like, sorry, it just has to be said. It okay. just has to be no, said. Okay. That no, was no, the no, era. I agree. Right. I agree. It has to be said. It that has Chris to Benoit be said. Committed triple homicide that night. Double, double, homicide. double, double homicide. homicide. Double homicide. Murder suicide. Oh, sir. okay. Yeah. The, the you can't turn. homicide yourself. Yeah, that's what I thought. Unless yeah, yeah, you're yeah. actually homicide. Well, yes. I was gonna make the same joke. <laughs> so uh, yeah, congratulations to Batista and to the NWO. 
the headliners of the class of 2020. Um, I am hoping that this is not the year that Christian goes in because I would feel very bad. Really? Uh, Why? I, because I made a promise to myself that I would be there when Christian gets inducted. <laughs> so it is a very and selfish. And you can't do it back to back. No, I you can't. Really well, pound funds, man. Oh, man. I, I don't have enough money. Um, someone who does have enough money is your campeon ng Pilipinas and uh, a certain Ken Warren. So those they're are going. The those are the guys who are going to be repping yes. the Philippines yeah. this uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Tapos hindi na maghihintay na naman ng dalawang oras si Panzer kung malilito Warren. Yo 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 yo. Pause pause. That's I just realized. We haven't talked about Chris Panzer's MSG tour to... You're, you're also skipping Ken Warren's... Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> because, no, 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 no. I was, was going to start no, with no, no, Panzer. That was, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow, though. Yeah, we, ha- we have enough time to talk about Ken Warren tomorrow. So our friend Jackie Arias, uh, who writes for Preen.ph... Uh, she will be stopping by tomorrow to talk about uh, that weekend watching Grapple Max and SPW. So you have a little bit of an insight into the Singaporean scene from the eyes of a Filipino wrestling fan. I was going to say, so my, uh, my Singaporean correspondent. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's uh, the, the role that Jackie will be playing on the podcast tomorrow. So uh, right now that we got to show some love to our boy, Chris Panzer. Campion of Pilipinas. I mean, literally your boy. Yes. Yes. My boy. Uh, we, you know, he uh, he was at Gato Move over in Japan, uh, in Tokyo, uh, just over the weekend, and he competed on uh, on that show. He also got to drink beer with Masa Takanashi, and hung out with Emi Sakura. So you know, no big deal. Sh- you know, just shit that happens. Emi was there. Emi was there. Yeah, she was there. And guys, we're glazing over the fact. That he got a Ribera jacket for himself. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a true yeah. wrestler. Oh, yes. Fucking I got, I got t-shirts on his style. Uh. Well, to be fair, I uh, I wasn't ever a competitor. Yeah, <laughs> I'd never been in a match at the time. At the same time, the you time. didn't bring <laughs> you didn't uh, you didn't bring the top belt yes. into Ribera yes. because the second you do that, it's like. Yeah, we know why you're here. Let's bust I, out the I, jacket. You know, I, I like though that he actually checked in the belt in his luggage. No, because he planned to get himself booked. I mean, I think every wrestler now knows that if you're going to travel, make sure that there is a bit of wrestling in your itinerary. Uh, I was going to say. Uh, if you can't get booked, get, uh, get training. Get training, mm. which he did both. Mm. He did both. He yeah. was actually out there just for training, right? Or was he intended? Uh, it was a little bit of both. It was a, a it was an anniversary trip for him and uh, for Zach. Anniversary, guys. And listen back to that episode. That was a great episode. Great episode, yes. guys. I'm so, so much I'm tea. so sad. So I much tea it. in that episode. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that's like, <laughs> I regret. I regret so hard because I was listening to that on the flight over to Bacolod and I'm mm-hmm. just like, fuck, I wish I was in the room. Hey, um, for, for whatever it's worth, everybody should be proud of Chris Panzer, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of his alignment. I mean, um, you know, uh, the Ribera Especially jacket. Especially because of his alignment. Getting immor- uh, immortalized in the halls of Ribera, in the halls of Todokan. Well, well, yeah. uh, him getting booked in Japan. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Chris Panzer really making the rounds and uh, representing wrestler. MSG internationally. International wrestler. Chris I've always Panzer. said this about uh, local talent here in the Philippines. We need to get more of our guys out there, especially in places like Japan. 2020 going to be the year, buddy. We, we need more of these guys out there. We need more eyes on our talent. Are, so you, are you willing to pay for flights? But what was happening here? <laughs> you, 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 realize you, you got we, the plug? No, you you realize realize the plug? We gotta, I have an idea. Yeah. I, as a media person, cannot pay for flights. No, 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 but we can still siphon it through Chino. Uh, we can do it through Chino. No, no. You said siphon. It sounds like money laundering. Yeah, it does. You used the word siphon. I was like, there is, there is a... 
Yeah, please make your what point. What is the caveat? Make uh, the point, it's, sir. It's not even the caveat. It uh, it, it was to say na we can ask Papa Liao, the owner of the PVL. Dropping names in the pod. Dro- dropping job descriptions, huh? We we doing that? No, but you you have disclosed it on. Chino Liao, owner of owner of the your fucking Ryan cut out the. <laughs> no, no, legit, 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 legit. Seriously, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I don't fucking tell you guys what you own. <laughs> I totally forgot. Hey, no, I was, no, I was I totally gonna say, forgot. I was gonna say we just shat on me for be for doing the sky cable plug, but cut Ryan. Because we actually own a <laughs> stupid. <laughs> No, okay, totally, okay, let's come totally back. Let's forget. come back. Let's come totally back. It's actually real. No, okay? I totally forgot that was off the hit. I was picking up that. Can I keep that name on Chinese? Okay, can we keep that bit in? Can we keep that bit in? Pain, by the way, can we keep that bit in? Are you are censor out? All the mentions of that of that chain <laughs> of food <laughs> of food. No, I mean if, located near Big Sky. Hey, hey, hey! If Chino owns that shit, I own a bag. <laughs> that, that's all I own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, no, I totally forgot. Okay. That was this, is, this is this is gone off the like mention of PVL. Well, that was funny. That PVL fine. And that's public knowledge. That's, yeah, public. that's, that's, that's out there. It is public yeah, knowledge. It's, no, it's, it's, okay, he's yeah, on is, TV. There is record. There are records. Yeah. Yeah. He's on TV. <laughs> it's, it's like we're denying that Willie Marshall is the commissioner of the yeah, PVA. Exactly. It would be that dumb. So yeah. All right. So that's anyway. Let's going back on. before we uh, go completely <laughs> off the rails here. Congratulations, Chris Panzer. Yeah. Congrats, Panzer. And twenty twenty will be the year that Filipino talent flies out on the regular and you'll see it clearly but we already fly out on the regular all of us no. for all, of, all of us <laughs> not just for you <laughs> not just for you not just for me not just for Panzer <laughs> but for all of us if Panzer can do it JDL can do it <laughs> Twins can do it <laughs> Kalmus can do it <laughs> I can wait no, I just flew to Bacolod there's no, you no fly, wrestling no, in Bacolod you fly out you fly out all the time when, no, are, you going, when are you going in Japan I'm not. Aren't, Aren't you going you to Japan? I am. Yeah, I, I am. was supposed to. No, are no, no, you watching Wrestle Kingdom? Kingdom? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, but I am going to the Smart Henry viewing party hey, that's hey. taking place on both days, both January days, 4 son. and 5, 200 nice. pesos. You get to watch Liger retire. You get to watch Kota Ibushi break his neck against the You get to watch Jericho versus Tanahashi. Hey, yeah, yeah. Which is, get, yeah, that's also good. You double get, gold chase. Yeah, the right? double so gold chase. Double you, get gold to win, chase. you get to watch whoever wins and goes home with both the titles. Yeah, guys, we get a sweet deal, super sweet deal from Skinny Mikes because for the first time, we're going to get to watch Wrestle Kingdom at the main, main bar. Main bar, son. Remember last Mother year? We, got the main we were bar. upstairs. No, none of that shit. We get the main bar yeah. this year for 200 pesos um, per day. What? And you get a free <laughs> drink now with that. Back so then, guys. we were watching the screen in front of everyone. So yeah. now we get to wa- have all the TVs. And we get to watch it at a reasonable hour. Yes. That's right. yes. Oh, oh, yeah. The and it's a weekend. No leaves necessary. That's right. So Fuck 4 p.m. Palang, pre-show night can catch the New Japan Rumble. 5 p.m. You've got the main show on both days. So, so, so meta, meta, pa, meta pa. There's, there, there's something. There. Yeah, right. there has to be a rumble. No, but on both days. Um, <laughs> probably no, the first day. No, first to, day. To my understanding, the rumble, the rumble, rumble. Oh, yeah, it's a rumble. Rumble. The rumble yes. is Jeez. taking place on the first day, for sure. On the second day, there will be shenanigans. Okay. I have a good feeling. Sasayo ulit si Doraemon. Ano papa kita si cheeseburger. No, I, I'm I'm 90% sure that Cheeseburger's no, showing up. Did you see Dermy once in a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In one of them. I skipped it last Wait, year. Is he a he or a she? No, whatever. It. Ryan, fact check. 
Is Doraemon uh, is Doraemon gender neutral? <laughs> yeah. What is the alignment? How does how does the Raymond self identify? Eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so so, so, that, so that, that's gonna happen at uh, Skinny Mike's on January four and five. That weekend is gonna be epic. We'd love to see you there. Uh, if anybody's expecting TLC talk, we'll do that tomorrow mm-hmm. because, like we said, we're gonna ep- uh, release episodes back to back for this week. For now, though, we have to get our interview with the big boss here at Podcast Network Asia. His name is Ron Beitong, and he'll tell us all about how he made the hustle work. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast returns with another interview and this week one of our guests is someone that we've been working with closely over the last couple of months. Basically ever since we hooked up with Podcast Network Asia, he's the guy who made it all happen for us. He is the CEO of Podcast Network Asia and the host of Hustle Share. Please welcome Ron Beitong on the podcast. Boss Ron! Boss Ron! Boss Ron! Boss Ron! Boss Ron! How's Thanks it going, guys. Boss Ron? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, this is awkward, like what I keep saying. Um, I'm usually the one interviewing. Yeah. And now I'm fucking talking, Joseph. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's good. Thank you. I'm a big wrestling fan. I keep tell, Stop, telling you about it. So thank you. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. we were just talking about it before we hit record. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all of this to have happened, it mm-hmm. had to um, start with someone who was in a position to make it happen, who also liked wrestling. Yep. So I guess since you already brought it up, let's mm-hmm. dig into the fandom. Like, um, mm-hmm. How did you start watching wrestling in the first place? Is this something that you watched as a kid, mm-hmm. or as a teenager, or as an adult now? All of the above. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still watch it now. Uh, but I grew up, I remember, we didn't grow up, I mean, I didn't grow I was an only child. Um, I, I had a single mom raised me up. Yeah. And she was struggling to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And I, we had a neighbor. We never had cable. Mm-hmm. If you want, for you to watch cable, I mean, wrestling on on free TV, you have to watch that really late before. And it's like, I forgot what channel, mm-hmm. but it's super late. And it's just like the... It's Jonathan Coachman with their fucking uh, recap already. Solar. Solar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. But I didn't. We didn't have cable and whatnot. So I had to go to my um, Kapit Bahai mm-hmm. to just to watch Raw. Wow. And you know, SmackDown wasn't even there yet because SmackDown happened because of The Rock, right? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That show. finishing that 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 circling DDT that he does. Yeah. And then, it's just a fancy DDT. But yeah, um, Raw, I mean, growing up, DX, Stone Cold, Those are Taker. Guys. Yeah, Attitude I mean. Attitude Era guys. Attitude Era. You just, that's, do it and start doing it in school. Even if they don't, if they tell you not to do it at home, you fucking do it in school. You stun everybody. Now they tell you not to do it in school, at home, yeah. uh, wherever. Now you leave it to the trained professional yeah. shit. <laughs> So that was uh, that was uh, your story, like growing up. Mm-hmm. And w- did you ever have a point now you fell out of the fandom? After, no, because it was it went intense in high school. Okay, I remember King Booker days. All right, oh. and, and deep <laughs> cuts. Too. Yes, King Booker. <laughs> Fucking Char- <laughs> Charnel, you know, uh, would do that when Solar was so heavy on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the gym, watching this, mm-hmm. and I was just like, this treadmill. I, I overbowl because it's, it's, and I even watched a live show, mm-hmm. the one before the Kudeta, because they when oh, they yeah. that was the that was raw the live the event, January two thousand six. Yeah. Yes, and there's there's a Kudeta. The next one they got stuck here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Triple H was stuck in the hotel, and the, like they can't do anything. But oh, yeah, man, no Kudeta, yeah. yeah. So I watched that. But we were in the bleachers. I couldn't afford shit. I was just in high school. But 
Wait, kung high school ka during that era, and we were in high school in that yeah, era. Yeah. We're yeah. all right around the same age. Yeah, yeah I'm 31. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. What, 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 how old Wait, do you think he was? Chino is older than you? I am. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Got it bro. Interesting. No, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know how old you were or how yeah. young you were. So, like, we're all right around the same age. Yeah, bro. So, okay. So, it, it's a great indicator. But, like, when you say, oh, yeah, I was in high school when this time yes. wrestling happened. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, you, you kind of are able mm. to put each other's ages in a certain range. Right. Yeah. And and Stacey Keebler was a was fat it? machine. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's true. Because cool. in, in the in the time of pre-internet porn. Absolutely. You know Stacey Keebler was pretty good. It was pre-broadband. Yeah, pre-broadband, pre-pornhub, pre-porn. Pre-Reddit. 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 Sure, sure. You type of porn yeah you know you know I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at our producer and Val over here and both of them are just like god damn it there was a time before porn was <laughs> <laughs> you see it on their fucking faces yeah <laughs> but yeah, this but is an audio yeah. format thing so let's get back to the point so yeah porn. those were the days uh, those were the days nah there was no broadband porn so mm. the most action you could actually watch on TV was the divas doing their thing because oh. that was puppies it was a product of its, of its <laughs> era yung graphics card mo imagination that's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the best you could do yeah, so oh, um, you you never grew out of the fandom, even until college or early. I grew adulthood. out college already. Um, no, actually, I was still watching in college, and then yeah, they they went off. Um, I started not. I'll admit when I started watching MMA, I'm like, fuck, this is not real. I I, I like what I see in MMA, especially when Brock was still in MMA because mm-hmm. he was still Peak doing Brock. the same. Peak Brock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was still doing the same call out. He was calling out the sponsors and everybody else. And I was like, wow, okay, this is, again, but it's free TV. And then MMA died again, went to Signal. I was a Sky Cable subscriber. Okay, Wait, thank you, thank you. Yeah. My dad works, my dad was. Kala, what do you mean? No, no, because so many people jumped ship at the time and that affected my dad's salary. And it was a thing, man. Thank you, you're the last time you cable. But UFC, no, but no, but back to the point on UFC. No, it was food on his table. It's food on my table, buddy. I was thin back. Then, uh, <laughs> signal took a lot of uh, signal took a lot of money <laughs> away from us at the time. We, we have in friends in signal. We have friends okay. in signal. Save your part. No, no, save at the time. But and I'm just saying. I'm just saying that at the time, at the time, signal was taking up so much of the market because of that jump. And what happened to you? I survived. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome back. It's <laughs> been a while, guys. Shit yeah. on me all you want. Let's go. It's been it's been what? <laughs> back to reality. Back to reality, guys. All right, back uh, back to oh. boss run. Back to run. Um, so signal. Yeah, so signal, signal happened. UFC. Yeah. And then yeah, I just but every once in a while I would still watch, especially my my interest always. Is seasonal, but it peaks. I uh, know it, it. It starts around r- Rumble. Okay, okay. Because that's when you know it's like yeah. all right, WrestleMania's coming up and whatnot. And then I'd watch. You know, I'd see um, Roman Reigns having leukemia and had to take time out. And then you know, there's always these sweet cameos and whatnot, like you know, The Rock coming back yep. with Cena or against Cena, whatever the fuck that was. And of course, broke my heart when Taker's streak was 
was snapped. I'm like, yeah. fuck, why? Why why did you have to do that? But, but he's you know. not retired, so there's there's that. Still, but it's not the same. I mean the Saudi Arabia thing was bullshit. horrible. It's yes. bullshit. Horrible. Thank you. Right. So it's all washed up like you just call it quits. Who did you right. follow like in that time? Like Sabi uh, but there was a time that you kind of fell out from MMA uh, because of MMA, then right. you would kind of come back. Who were the guys that you would have on your radar that would give you that interest to uh, get yourself in back in the loop? Always the OGs. Um Taker always the rock I was a big rock band. I would always do the eyebrows growing up and all that. Um and then the new the, the athletic ones. Um I'm a big Shelton Benjamin fan before. Wow. Yo, yo. Bro, More when they had that streak against tri- Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a good yeah. story. And then they then he just they killed him off all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? And then uh who the hell did I watch again? I was a big Kane fan for for one. That's mm-hmm. you know that's I like the big guys with the big boot. Oh. Yeah. And so, never, so, so come so come watch me. Okay, <laughs> big boot. It's always, what always a, a shield. It's always big a vodka Always yeah. putting himself over. What a shield. Choke slam. <laughs> How deep did you get in the fandom though? Like were you the type of guy na you would really familiarize yourself with wrestling parlance? Were you the type na you would go on forums and look for message boards and all that? Yeah, you independent wrestling. Lords of no, He was telling me the other week. He was telling me the other week right. that his pa- your passwords yeah. are wrestling references. Okay, now it's everybody everybody knows. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, no, not a witch, no. No, no, but no, my Old passwords all were right. all wrestler names. Bam right. Bam Bigelow. Okay. Fucking, what's this? Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm. Like, nobody would fucking think of that because my first love is basketball. That's that's my sport. Mm. Played um, uh, UAP in juniors back then. Okay. So that was the thing. But again, you, everybody in the 90s grew up watching wrestling, bro. Yeah. So um, going back in terms of how deep I got into it, I forgot there was a site. That you always know, and you know if it who's gonna win. Uh. Forgot that site, and I would I would anticipate. I was like, all right, they're gonna they're gonna. This, do you remember it being like blacked out? Like it was it was black. <laughs> it was very dark. No, <laughs> no. Okay, Leading questions. No, there's no. a lot of them. And, lot I, of and them. then that's how. And I, I I Google a lot of shit, so that's why I know kayfabe. I know who's heel. I know who's face. Yeah. You know that shit, and I I get the drama now and a lot of what they do now the narratives are being recycled different characters and whatnot. did you ever get to watch stuff outside WWE like would you look into say Ring of Honor or TNA TNA yes uh, what era TNA Shark Boy TNA Black oh, yeah. Machismo TNA mid 2000s TNA yes. late 2000s right. TNA Kurt Angle Jeff Jarrett yeah, TNA yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Octagon. I, I, I mean, like it was that hexagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Right, so you didn't time. I think TNA was really accessible locally because it aired on Star World. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, if you were a cable subscriber, you would really have the best of both worlds. I think Correct. it aired like Thursday or Friday or some shit. Mm-hmm. So um, after that, you would stay in the fandom, but um, were you around like when the local scene started happening? Like where I, were you when the local scene sprouted up? I did not ever watch. I mean, my my bad. I I just okay. grew up um, watching the, the 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 OGs, and I've never gotten a chance to actually watch local stuff. Okay. I'm very interested. I just didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. You know, you do know that we have a ticket for you, like ready. Just okay, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Jan twenty seventy one. Jan twenty six, buddy. We got okay. Okay, let's yeah. I'll mark it up. Okay. Okay. Game. So, so yeah, uh, let's transition from talking about your fandom to mm. your work in the tech industry. Because sure. you mentioned that uh, you came from a background where you didn't have a lot 
mm-hmm. and then you found yourself uh, working in, in startups. And right. there's this uh, there's this idea that when you are in the startup uh, circle, you're mm-hmm. loaded. You're, you're very loaded because you're able to fund all these things, right? Yeah. So how does that happen? What's your story? It, it's quite interesting because I never saw myself as a businessman. Mm-hmm. I grew up being a class clown. I always got in trouble for being doing stupid shit. I've always the pasimuno and whatnot. Um, I realized I wanted to be an entrepreneur when I worked in a call center. Okay. In college, 18 years old, in between first year and second year high school, because I was a total idiot in high school. And then I had a failing grade. And I had so many failures back in high school. And it's okay because you're a player. You know, you play for basketball. They would make, make you pass and, and do all this <laughs> shit. It's all good. But college, I wasn't playing anymore. Mm-hmm. And I failed one subject, which was algebra. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, this is st- this is the turning point. I've, I've peaked in terms of stupid run. Okay. I had to find myself again. Because if I can't do basketball, what else can I do? What, what else am I good at? Um, I think I was pretty good at st- speaking. Yeah. So I said, all right, I need to double down on this. Yeah. And uh, that's where I worked in the call center. And then that's how I developed this accent and whatnot. Because if I don't talk like this, I look like a tricycle driver and talk like a <laughs> tricycle driver. <laughs> I'm but fucking you're not. You're selling yourself short. You're selling yourself no, short. no, no, no. I swear. That's my girlfriend. Everybody that knows me from the back, oh, dude, how the fuck did you do this? Right, so, so self-taught in English and picking no, up that neutral accent or the yeah uh, as close to an American accent as true as um, possible. It's actually trained. They train you how to do it. Okay. Yeah. How um, does that work? Like, do they give you a bunch of American TV shows and movies to, to watch and listen to? No, actually, they give you like sheets. So it's all about vowels, like you know how Filipino and how you, how to be nasal. Yeah. Because most Fili- the Filipinos the way you speak English it's it's all. Short syllables. Yeah, Tom, you, yeah, you right. yeah. Correct. Here you stitch it up. Yeah. Uh forgot what it's called. Uh forgot what there's it's a, called. There's a technical term for it. Yes, yeah. there is. But you stitch it up and then you just breathe it through one motion and then so it's you like just inhale, it say the word. Right. Right. Ah, yeah. How would they make you loosen up your tongue? You pinapalambutting syllables. Vowels. And they'll teach you like for example, a double T is pronounced as a D. Butter. Water. Ah, you know, all right, and the, the vowels is like an ah in Filipino is eh, uh-huh. yeah, water and all that shit. I don't know. Better like for the the um, older generation of Pinoy, sometimes they would go overboard like mango. They'd be like mango, mango. <laughs> yeah, 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 twenty, yeah, twenty. <laughs> I fucking hate what that. The fuck? I hate that. No, but it's true repetition, and I love rap music, bruh. Did but, it help? Yeah, dude. I, I always like. Try to to, to 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 listen to hip hop and whatnot, and then try to rap along with it. Who are your rap. guys? Who did you uh, listen to a lot? Easy always. Mm-hmm. My, he's my um. And also, yep. You're, uh, you're an easy devotee. Honest music, not in his life. No, yeah, under, that's <laughs> why I was, that's, that was the follow two up. different people. That's, oh, okay, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. complete follow up. Even through even through um, what was it? Nope. Trump shit. Hell nah. Hey. Hell nah. Yeah. No, I, I forget what what is that album? Um. I planned it so hard. Not Jesus. 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 Jesus was okay for you. He's okay. Okay. After I watch him live, Life of Pablo here. Ah, yeah. No, that was a good oh show. Good God. show. That was a great show. I oh was there. Good God. show. That show set me up for life. I yes. haven't seen the concert since yeah. that show. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Chino? 
Is yeah. it be- because that was the that was that was the peak. That was the one show I wanted to see, and now that I've caught it, I don't need to see another concert ever. Yeah, but Medjewild, 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 yeah. yeah. And that was my hustle before. So mm. the, the stitch was okay. I didn't want to be. I realized in a call center. Yeah, not shitting on it, not on them, but no matter they how work hard, hard I they work, work hard. Th- yeah, but my salary is capped. Okay. I saw how my mom um, tried to raise me alone, yeah. single parent. It's like, dude, I'm never going to be able to pay back my mom or help her out in this path. Yeah. So I have to find another way. I went back to school. I never stopped. I only slept for like three, three hours a day, mm-hmm. working full time. Uh, Going to classes. Yeah, bro. Like, holy shit. It's so hard. Getting stuck in Manila traffic on the way. Oh, you know, mind. That. No, my route was UST, QC, Makati. It's like that's, a fucking that's a triangle. triangle. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh shoot. But what, what was your major? What was that? Uh, entrepreneurship. Okay. Okay. I took up entrepreneurship, and that's where my first startup was born. Uh, it was called Guestlist.bh. Eventually, it was called Party File. Mm. It was a nightlife I actually, app. I actually know that. Yep, yeah. That was mine. Nice. It, yeah. Um, because I love to party. Yeah. I love going out. That's when I had to fall out with the wrestling thing because I was partying, living the life, and whatnot. And my problem before always was I it's so hard to get people on the guest list because mm-hmm. I was always not on the guest list. Right. I'm the dude waiting outside because everybody's in. And I couldn't get buy the entrance. Yeah. They sometimes I don't even have enough money to buy, exactly. buy, buy covers. Like embassy, oh, that's 500 yes. easily. Right? No matter how you beg Vanessa, Vanessa, let me in, please. It got as much as, <laughs> yeah, it got as much as uh, 550. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, like, all right, if this is. My problem, there must be a lot of people that had that problem too. Yeah. So I created a website that helped that. And then people, people and my, my professors were telling me, dude, you're crazy. What are you doing? You're just try, trying to, to gimmick mm. and whatnot. So I was like, I created, fuck it, whatever. Um, eventually, I persevered. I got outside help. I didn't get it from the school. Yeah. I, I looked for mentors who were, who were going to help me out. And then long story short, it became the biggest nightlife app in Asia. Uh, around 120,000 users. Wow. Um, there were big events that we did, Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, and then the biggest one that really happened, which, which also killed us, was Close Up Forever Summer. Oh. oh mother. I didn't know you were tied to that. Oh, yeah. like, but can we go back to Unleashed, though? Because Unleashed, Unleashed was actually was a pretty big deal when yeah, the stars lasted. At the time. Dude, there were stampedes. Yes. We yeah. were in front of the line. The only way you can get into the club was through us, into the event. For free. Yeah. I, I was going to say, for Stan, like, I, I know you didn't work that life yet. No, that, yeah, I, I was never a part of that life. But, like, this this is like, um, talk, let's talk about the venues you guys yeah. ran. So Because it was wild at the Moa time. Moa Concert Grounds, 20,000 people, 30,000 yeah. people. Yeah, I was at the very first Unleashed in Silicon and Taft Avenue. Yeah. I was still, put, and, and, and that place is not exactly spacious. Yes. So to pack 20,000 people on that small strip alone. Yep. I was, I was, that was. <laughs> then it became fun. bigger and bigger and right. bigger and bigger. So and in terms then. of money, like how much money were you raking in at the peak of uh, your your site and your app? If you're willing. To okay, so startups by default. So I had to hustle and really. So here's the the way I built my network was I went from club to club to club. I didn't yeah. know anyone. Mm-hmm. Eventually, down the road, I became partners with the club owners already. Oh, I had to from the, from the bouncers and everybody. Yeah. They know me face to face as I go out, not to fucking get fucked, but to literally get people in. Yeah. I Bring them business. Bring yes. them business, basically. But the money in startups, um, it's not as easy, especially if you're an app. Yeah. It doesn't, people don't pay. 
Nobody people wants don't to pay, pay for cash. Shit. People oh. don't pay cash. No, 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 people don't pay for shit. Especially if you're a free app, nobody wants to pay for shit. Oh, no, man, yeah. Right? It's kind of like Facebook, right? Right now, people love it because it's free, but if you have Correct. to start paying for the Facebook services, nope. yeah, you're going to get the fuck out. Especially, they, they call it the freemium model. Ah, if you're free yes. and there's a premium, people don't like that. Even look, look at Spotify. Yeah. How, how many people are still on free and want to tolerate those stupid ads? Yeah. Because it's a Spotify thing. Actually, right? even like if you listen to certain restaurants, I'm not gonna name names because I'm not gonna malala. But certain mm-hmm. establishments actually don't even have premium. Yeah. You, I've heard ads play on their loudspeakers yeah. on more than one occasion. Oh, yeah. Gyms, a lot of them don't have premium. Yep. So as a premium, your business model re- depends on subscribers, right? Yeah. And by default, only around five percent of your total subscriber base pays up. As a startup, if you're using that business model, mm-hmm. so you have to get volume to get that. In order for you to get volume, you need to spend a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. So the money comes from fundraising, fundraising from investors, because we're a tech startup, right? And you sell the vision to investor, but it's not as easy as you think it is. Like you know, they can just show like, hey, Silicon Valley. Yeah. No, there's a lot of I. There's so many investors that turned me down. I was broke, butt ass broke for like four years before I got my first yes. Wow. Like nothing. There was one point in my life where I only had 100 pesos. I had four meetings in Makati. My car was broken. I didn't have anything to eat and I had to hustle for like eight, eight hours. And uh-huh. The only time I'm going to be able to eat again was I get, get back home. Uh-huh. It was fuck, but that's a hustle, right? And then again, close up forever, summer happened. We raised in Parifal close to... Probably in total, among all the fundraisers, around 300,000 US. Mm-hmm. It's probably around 15M. Yep. Yeah. But that's not enough for you to go over the hump. And, you know, because some people even burn through billions of dollars and not even make it and fuck it up in the yeah. end. Right. Just look at all the dead startups now. Right. Um, we work, because, you know, the classic example, they went well and then boom, they're fucking dead. Or, or barely there. Thank you, SoftBank. Um, <laughs> Forever Sever happened, one of the five people that passed away that night was my co-founder and our investor. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Oh, yeah. So shit, we man. only had two months of runway. I had 20 people. Uh-huh. I had to let them go. So I lost wow. everything. Eight years of my life I put into that startup. And then nightlife change, Pidea, the 31, because, you know, drugs, drugs is there. Drugs you know? are bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it never really covered, recovered till now. I mean, it it it, it evolved to poblacion. It's which not is rave shit. anymore. Which is shit. I'm sorry. I have, I I don't go to clubs anymore. So yeah, even that in it, like uh, it it makes me sound so old to say this, but like the young people. Yeah. Uh, in, in the, the the Ryan caliber. Oh, watch. Age, age <laughs> okay, for, for, for listeners who are not aware of uh, Babyface producer Ryan's demo, he's early twenties. He is literally a babyface producer. Yeah. Yes, super. because he is young. Because yes. we're actually Ryan. Since we since we've all disclosed our age on this show, how old are you? Yes, twenty three. God damn it, Jordan. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, um, people Ryan's age don't really have an embassy or an Arakama or nope. an Opus. Early night. They call it early night now. Yeah, uh, it's terrible there though. Again, maybe it's for old bro. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I think part of it is because times have changed, and the other part yeah. is because we're older. Yeah. So like people yeah, like I us, mean, Palace is still around and it's still doing well. Yeah, yeah Rebel no, but, is still but, around. But Palace, but Palace doesn't give you that same chaotic 
vibe that Embassy did at its Oh, you would beat. be surprised, Camus. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. I don't want to go. Clearly, you have never been to the island. Oh, yeah. no, I have. For, I for have. folks like us, though, like our idea of a good time, generally, I, oh, I guess depending on which circles you roll in, but like, right. oh, masaya na ako na I just be in Poblacion yep. at, uh, at Chups or at uh, Senior Pollo, you know, yep. just having a couple beers mm-hmm. and then bouncing by 12 or 1. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me now. Or passing yep. out in your car at mga 3. That's also me now. It's also you yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, uh, the, the point being that times have changed and yeah. it also affected your business. Yep. So uh, you mentioned uh, it carried over into the current administration. That's 2016. So in, yeah. the, in the Duterte world, where do you find yourself trying to pick yourself back up again as a startup? It was very dark times. Uh, I lost everything. And, and the worst thing you can lose is self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you... As a founder, you, your your wife is your startup, yeah. not just your life. Your wife, you 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 put a lot of yourself into that, and then when that goes away, you lose your self sense of self. So I was like, "What am I gonna do?" Everybody knows me as Party Ronster. That's why it's still my name now in any account that I have at Party Ronster, right? But you know, you, you try to pick yourself up, and then luckily, um, when Party File was dying, Mark Zuckerberg announced that. Hey, you can now put chatbots into your Facebook pages. Like, why did you just fucking put this now? Because um, the biggest challenge for me before was to get people to use my app. Yeah, and keep it. It's easy to if they're desperate, they would install it. But after that, they'll uh, uninstall your app. Fuck this shit. I don't. I'm not gonna use it again anyway. Yeah, it's always like a one night stand, and I don't want one night stands. You right? I want for the long time. It. Correct. Um, the the long time model, guys. Correct. So. The chatbot thing allows you to now uh, talk to any page as if there's a human being in it. And you don't need to install anything. It's just in Facebook. And everybody has Facebook, whether whatever device you have, it's there. Yeah. And by default, the way people communicate to get on the guest list is by messaging anyway. It's like, fuck, this would have been perfect, but we're dying. Yeah. So instead of trying to pivot uh, party file into something like that, I created something new which was called Chatbot PH. And then, uh, lo and behold, 12 months after, clients started coming in and then 12 months, I was able to sell the company. That's by far the fastest acquisition ever of a tech yeah, startup here in the Philippines. That's that's a quick that's a quick turnaround. That's a fast yeah. step. For yeah. a significant service though. In Chatbot PH, the idea is what, uh, you have people who are actually constructing these bots and writing yeah. the messages. Mm-hmm. So uh, you get in touch with them so that whatever page you manage, sila na yung nag, uh, correspond on your behalf. Is that it? No, uh, we train an AI to ha- how to ch- talk like that page. Oh, okay. So when someone, so someone for example, H- HM is your cap, yeah. right? If the, that first of the bot doesn't understand that. But the, the next person that asks something like that, uh, the bot will already understand. And it, it doesn't need human intervention. It becomes smarter. It's like a kid. You right. teach them A, B, C to Z. So kahit na JJ yung pag-type, may hindi yes. yun. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah, applied to work for as a chatbot writer for this company. No way! Yeah, while back. Yeah. Holy Siguro fucking shit! Last year, maybe? Nabeta na niya. Nabeta na niya by then. No, I'm still running it. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, last yeah. year, yeah, yeah. But wow. then, I mean, 
no accidents, guys. You know, right. we're but all then here. Also, also mm-hmm. at the time he wasn't on the podcast. Yeah, yet, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, no accidents. Now we're all here. The guy here, Papa Kayo. No, what I said. We're across the street, bro. Who's here? Yeah, but like I, I feel like it's an interesting subject to be uh, mm-hmm. to talk about. Because right now, that's also one of the writing type of types of writing that I do right. is uh, chatbot writing for a different company now. Oh, wow. Uh, um, and it's actually interesting how you have to you you it's like writing dialogue for a yes. movie. I, I feel like it's very similar in terms of of syntax mm-hmm. and um, context. And right. it's, it's actually interesting. It's an interesting world. Almost. Yeah, it is, and then and it's the most basic form of AI, right? So it's not an if; it's when and how advanced AI will get. And um, this is literally spoon feeding AI enough data so that it becomes smarter. And then again, luck comes into play again. They always, I, I, all the mistakes I did in Party File, I put that into Chatbot. Yeah. So that was like, all right, now I, I have the cheat code. Yeah. Right. Like I know the cheat code in GTA. You, put up a fucking tank that I had a tank yeah. right because even if I didn't have anything but I was able to breeze through all the potholes that I went through before yeah because I already I, I've, I've been scarred and, and you know I had to battle scars for everything when you think about it it's a, it's a good analogy for life now as you grow older you get the life experience and yeah. that makes you more uh, more capable of getting through this obstacle and that obstacle yeah, yep in, in improv they have a saying called uh, there are no accidents which means that things happen the way they're supposed to mm-hmm. and if you look at it this way your failures today can be like lessons for tomorrow absolutely I was actually gonna say it's just a fucking JRPG what is a JRPG? I have no idea what you're Japanese <laughs> RPG. Japanese ah. RPG. It's it's Final Fantasy. You level up, yeah. you get better, and then you fuck. You die, die. You die a bunch of times. You yes. die a fucking bunch of times, and then you get better at this. But there's always degrees to that. Just don't die a fatal death where you're like dead for life, oh, where you right. can't bounce like back anymore. Bankrupt, not well, 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 respawn. Right. So you are able to sell a chatbot within 12 months of putting it up. Yes. And how does that lead to Podcast Network Asia? So I was doing it, right? And then I was looking at my life. It's like, all right, what's next? Mm. So technically, that's a win on your call. I'm big, a big L, I have a win. Yeah. How young or how old were you at the time? 29. Okay. Just two years ago. Yeah. Um, actually, before I turned 30, that's when I was able to sell it. Um, and then last year, I was asking myself, all right, what do I do? Uh am I and then one thing that struck out to me was when I was starting out my mentor his name is Joji Azurin was a startup founder as well I didn't know anything about startups so he literally walked me through the ropes of what I need to do yeah right and eventually I just learned how to do the rest he told me that Ron if ever you get successful don't pay me back pay it forward okay so it's like all right that always that's always my mantra pay it forward how do I pay it forward but I don't want to do the talking thing all the time. I don't want to do talks. It takes too, so much of my time. And I'm not really that passionate about it. I've never been one to be like, it's about me. Yeah. I, I, I want to share thoughts or visions of, of how people would do that. I was hoping, I've always been a frustrated radio guy. I've always wanted to be on radio. I did apply for magic before. Bang. As a, as a junior jock. Yes. Hey. I never got it. CJ told me I sound like an announcer. Okay, sorry, Mr. CJ, the DJ. Yeah, and then <laughs> I got this heart invite. I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to hustle. But I said, maybe I should give it a try again. I, I'm running chatbots still, but I have a little bit of extra time to spare. 
but I didn't want to do it without fundamentals. So I joined this voice acting class so that I can like, you know, know the ropes, what type of mics do I do and whatnot. Sino yung nagturo? Uh, it's called Creative Voices okay, uh, yeah, by yeah. Pacholo Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. Right, but they were teaching me dubbing. I didn't want to be a dubber. Right. So I want to either be a radio host or worst case, I'll create my own podcast. Yeah. So I tried auditioning. Nobody gave me a call back. I was like, fuck, okay. Right. Yeah, that, that pretty much is the experience for anybody who wants to get into voice acting or dubbing but has no prior experience. Because like I yeah. can tell you, I pretty much went through the same experience. That yep. you go inside a studio, they play some Korean drama, tapos mm-hmm. kailang dub, and you're like, "What am I going dubbing?" <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. It's hard. Kalamang dalila because you see all these people do no, it effortlessly, like God. yung ghost fighter na ginagugago nila, de ba? Parang yeah. But when you have to actually do this, dapat sakting timing mo with the character. It's hard. It's hard. It's even harder when it's animated. Yep. Because you can't predict what they're gonna say or how they're gonna mm. say it, as opposed to say uh, if you're watching a movie like The Avengers. Right. Alam na, oh, Chris Evans' mouth moves a certain way. Right. So, and yeah, it was hard. So I said, okay, um, so radio is not an option. Maybe I can do the next best thing, which is podcasting. But what am I gonna talk about? Mm. Again, Eureka moment. Paid forward, so I, but yeah. yeah, but podcasting wasn't big here. Uh, what like as recently as two years ago, three years ago, like yeah. you had a few podcasts mm-hmm. that had some sort of traction mm-hmm. because there were big names attached to them, like mm-hmm. Kai Mo or the boys when they yeah. had their uh, regular podcast. Why did you think of podcasting here in the Philippines in particular? Um, there was a the writing was on the wall. I was so I was in the tech circle. Podcasts technically is a tech play. Right, and there was news earlier this year that really caught my attention. Spotify acquired two companies. Yeah, first one was Anchor. Mm-hmm. Yep, Anchor was a tech startup. So anything tech startup, I was like, hmm, what's that? All right, and Spotify was investing heavily on podcasts. Mm-hmm. So Anchor, so that they can help more people do podcasts for free. Because before Anchor, you cannot create a podcast for free because you have to pay for hosting, Libsyn, and all these other things. Yeah. That they democratize that. Now anybody can create a podcast. The second is uh, Gimlet Media. It's a podcast network yeah. in the States. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, but I didn't think of like, hey, I want to create a podcast network. I didn't really want, I just want to create my own show yeah. and talk about something that I, I'm passionate of and share the hustle of people that, that, uh, that I interact with. Uh, my friends, my co- co-founders who are uh, also running their own separate, separate startups as well. So, uh, yeah, I created Hustle Share. It's very straightforward what I do. And we talk about how they built their startups. Yeah. And we talk about the stuff that's not in the news. Because in the news, everybody has a big dick. Right. You know, they don't talk, oh, shit, this is a curved dick. You know, I, my, my dick got cut. And, well, you know, it's, it's a pissing contest. <laughs> right. Tanachino, di ko alam kung paano mo naisip yun. Pero I'm not even gonna... Sino yung may nunal, Gino? Ako, ako, Kamus, ako. Para klaro. Gusto mo pakita? Hell no, please. That got weird real quick. So we're just eliminating the shout-up, Kamus, and we're going with Womp Womp. Well, that was Xavier. We'll get ah, okay, that's, that's no, but but to be to be true, to be honest, what what Ron's saying is very valid. everything, most of the news that comes out with in terms of um, startups is usually PR related. Yep. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily news news because 
these news organizations don't want to pick up on entrepreneurs Correct. on that level yeah. unless they're paying for it or may kapalit. Or or there's a really compelling story. Yeah. Which which doesn't really tell the whole story too. Yeah. Because again, you only put the good points. So it's like, hey, maybe people would like it if we actually talked about how hard we hustled about it. And I just happen to know again um, how that story is like because I went through that. But timing also, again, Spotify is there. Yeah. I knew there was something podcasts the early ones that that were doing it but didn't stay it's also about timing spotify was a big ca- catalyst in this if spotify didn't uh invest in podcasts it, w- it was just only an apple thing That's right true. And nobody yeah. will listen yeah because uh i'm not sure if people even know this now but the word podcast actually comes from ipod and broadcast Correct. yeah yeah okay endemic sa apple talaga That's yes that's great content there from the Podcast Network Asia Instagram. I was going to say. No, even not, before PA no, yeah, was a we, thing. We knew that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Savior, oh. Chino. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't know I didn't Stan. Don't worry. Professor Stan. Professor Stan. No, no, no. Actually, teacher. Teacher Stan. Sure, sure, sure. Sorry, sure, sorry, sure. Yeah, I'm kind of on the bench now, so. <laughs> I, I kind of put Give yourself a womp womp. Give yourself a womp womp. Do it. Fine. Healing was a sound effect. Okay, so. so Yeah, so, okay. okay. Um, You saw that Spotify was going to take podcasting to a new level, but right. what made you confident that there would be a niche for that in the Philippines? Because here, we're still very radio. Yeah. Uh, pa rin tayo, yeah. Even though people say, na, oh, radio is a dying medium. It's not, yeah. by the way. But uh, a lot of people are still very much into radio. So mm-hmm. um, what made you think that maybe there could be something here for podcasters? It's not really the, uh, the, the numbers or the maybe. It's I started Hustle Share. Anything that I do now, has to make money. Mm-hmm. That's always my mind. This is a business. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do it just for the sake of, yeah, you know, I'm going to do it. Because when shit hits the fan, I know the first thing I'm going to get rid of is the shit that's not making money. Right. I don't want to fizzle out. Yeah. So I said, if I'm going to ever do this, I know it's going to be niche because people don't understand po- startups. Who wants to fucking listen to that? Right. And in an interview format podcast as well, their guest is the main determinant of how popular that episode would be. Right. Right, it's not about me. My job is just ans- a- ask questions, right? So, um, in that said, my main goal, aside from the, I, I knew how to create hype. I did nightlife for for fuck's sake before, so I was like, I knew how to say the right shit and get drive people to to listen to it. Yeah. But my biggest question was, can I make money out of this? Yeah. Not just whatever money, like decent money that I'm gonna be happy with. Day job money. Or quit your side day hustle job. money. Okay, side hustle. Side money. hustle money, not quit your day job money. Eventually, the goal is that. That is the goal. Yes, but we gotta start with side hustle money. Yeah, where it's gonna be enough to pay bills and make me happy, put a smile on my face. Like, all right, this is this is fun, and I know some bills are gonna be paid. So I luckily ten episodes in, someone invested. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, okay, we got this, and that's when I started asking, who else is doing this, and I asked. Why are they not monetizing their content? Mm-hmm. And I did my research heavily, and my research showed me that out of the top 200 podcasts in the Philippines, only 15 to 20 percent are Filipino made. Yeah, and only a handful are actually getting sponsors. 
Pinakinggan mo ba yung mga Filipino podcast? Yeah, I did one by one. That's so why like I found you guys, uh, Kodazers, and all these guys. I'm like, oh shoot, they they're but not again. Not all podcasts are created the same. Yeah, but the ones that I feel like again from a business point of view that we can easily scale. Um, that's what I look for, and then I I I ask what 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 does it take? So number one, sound quality is pristine. Mm-hmm. No matter how passionate you are, you're good of a talker. If you oh have, you sound like shit. <laughs> you sound sucks. Right. Sorry. Get the fuck out because it doesn't translate well on Spotify. Yeah. First one. Second is, do you know your audience? As a tech startup, I always look at numbers first. Yeah. Because I don't ever ever want to fuck with content. That's your content. Fine. I want to see. All right. Do you know your your audience? How many listeners are we? Because that's what we're gonna sell. Yeah. If I don't see that, what am I gonna sell, bro? Like, I'm not gonna look at the art side because the art side is up to the content creator, and I never fuck with that, right? And lastly, um, again, do you want to monetize, right? If you don't want to monetize, and if uh, if you don't believe in doing that and helping uh, everybody out, then that's it. And lastly, sorry, there's another non-negotiable. Are you cool with cost promoting? Right, because we're gonna do it as a wave. Yeah. We earn one listener at a time. It's not gonna go viral like YouTube. Everybody's gonna be there all of a sudden. You become the next Kong TV. No, because the intent of a podcast listener is very different, right? It's like ah, I wanna listen. I wanna learn. And I, and if you look at the common denominator, podcast listeners heavily range around twenty-eight to thirty-four, our age. Yeah. So there's a certain maturity to a podcast listener, and there's also a certain. Um, type of reach that we can hit now because the people our age have buying power. Right. And that's what brands want. Yeah. So again, just coming into wave like, all right, after this, first thing I asked, like, all right, how can I do this? How can I support more podcasts? The studio came about. Um, I don't own the studio. Yeah. My friend put this up. He didn't know what to do with it. It's like, hey, I just I was across the street. I'll fill this up. Right. And then after I looked around like Okay, hey friends, let's let's do that. And then I started hiring, uh, because I knew I can raise money for it. Yeah. And recently we just won in the final pitch. For, that's why we got the funding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, the story, the narrative also is like, okay, I'm a startup founder. I've done two startups now. I failed in the first one. I won in the next one. This one, I'm swinging for the fences, but I'm not swinging for the fences alone. I'm going with a lot of people because I'm wanna, I want to change lives through good media content. So there. How does the partnership with We Remote work? Because We Remote is a big co-working space, yes. and you just said it yourself. Now you don't mm-hmm. own the studio. Mm-hmm. How, how how are you able to work out a deal where we're able to be in this space? Mm-hmm. Well, again, they didn't really know what to do with this space before. They created a studio. They didn't know how to rent it out. I think only a, a couple of people used it prior to us. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll pay for everybody's shit here. Yeah, go here, but I'll handpick, I'll curate who I want to come in. And enter comes Ryan, right? Babyface producer. Ryan. Yeah, babyface producer, right? Uh, one of our, our first hires. I said, okay, I need help in producing because I am a tech guy. I'm a sales guy. I need someone who's in the industry. Yeah, it happens to be a radio station manager at the time right? yeah. at yeah. the time yes Woo. probably so. the youngest station manager of a oh. radio station in the so Philippines the baby face yeah correct so he was even baby facier than he is now uh-huh. 
first question I asked is, who do you know in the industry and who can you get in? It's like, oh, I know the wrestling, wrestling people and all these things. I'm like, all right, come in, rake them in. Because I told them, after the first batch, it's going to be hard to come in. Yeah. Because the standards are going to be set. Right. Right. <laughs> so whoever comes in, co- wow. let him come in now. <laughs> because when the, once the arc is built, you know, it's going to be one animal at a time. Wow, guys, we are standards now. <laughs> <laughs> we are the bar. <laughs> we are the bar. Oh, no. No, but guys, you got to give credit to yourself because the numbers are there. The rankings are there and whatnot. Again, you were prior to recording your top 20 sports podcasts here. Most of them are basketball related. That's true. And whatnot. They're the only sports podcast in the Philippines that's actually ranking. That's Filipino made. Hey. So no, shout out to uh, the guys from From the Stands. They're now in ESPN5. Uh, yeah. Chuck Araneta, Polo Bustamante, and Carlo Pamintuan. They really paved the way for sports podcasts here in the Philippines. Oh. Um, they're no longer in the game because obviously they've gone mainstream. They got picked up by ESPN. They're doing <laughs> unless, of course, unless ESPN puts out their own podcast network well shit right? <laughs> they do but in the states and that hasn't translated here yet yeah, yeah um from from what i hear from you know insiders uh, a lot of the old guard over on the tv side hindi pa rin sila naniniwala dun sa podcasting as a medium which <laughs> it's good for us leaving because, money in the table yeah it's, it's, right. it's technically really good for us because we get to have a piece of that pie firing shots Okay, boomers. <laughs> what, really firing shots at ESPN. Yeah. I wasn't planning to. I was just really stating facts. No, it's Camus did. Well, that's Camus. No, but... Because he's Camus Cable, right? Oh, Camus Sky Cable Goles. That's his full name. His uh, last name is also his first name. <laughs> oh, man. So, so uh, you, you get the first batch of podcasters. Mm. Um, you get us, you get the Kudazers, the Cool mm-hmm. Pals, Halo Halo Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually everything in between becomes part of it. The eavesdrop becomes part of it. Yep. Um, the ha- generation gap. Yeah, the generation yep. gap becomes a part of it. Uh, the equipment, was that something that you invested in or that we remote invested in? Every, aside from these three, everything is ours now. Oh, you're talking about uh, the mics here, right? The, yeah, the, the mic first stands, three mics, yeah. yes, this is all we remotes, but everything, the ones that you use in your live podcast, this board, everything else, that's ours. Wow. Nice, baby. There you go. That's the first time you're using it. Sit baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I, didn't put, I didn't put it in yet. What are you talking about? You know, I know Banco Namina sound effects wave, which I brought over here. I mean, they're my sound effects. Oh, Sarge. Oh, you know, Sarge is listening. <laughs> no, Sarge is, is he not though? listening. Is, 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 this, this Sarge, Sarge is do, not listening. I was going to ask, does Sarge do podcasts? Uh, no, he doesn't. He's too busy making money off of voice work. There you go. From no, events. No, but listening. I mean, listening. Probably doesn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's from a different time. So, yeah. uh, so you're able to raise enough money to get all the equipment and mm-hmm. basically uh, bankroll this operation where... Mm-hmm. Um, you want to uh, be, have more podcasts under the network. Right. So what's the goal? What, what's the end game for PNA? The goal is the chip on our shoulder is it's bigger. We didn't want to be Philippines only. That's why it started with the name. From, from day one, we wanted to be an Asian or Southeast Asian podcast network. Because, I mean, money-wise, let's look at it. I did my research in five years, the podcasting industry in the Southeast Asia is going to be as big as the U.S. Wow. 
the money will come. Oh. We're building the ark. We're weathering the first flood. But once the first flood is down and we settle ground into that fertile crescent, whatever the fuck that is, this, this it will come. We will be the first ones to to rake that in because you know it's it's gonna it's gonna happen in the data set. I, I don't make moves just on oh I like I like podcasting. There has to be business sense in whatnot. So in terms of backrolling the support, we don't want to settle for this. Right now we have around fifteen podcasts in over three months. Yeah. That's a that's lot. So that's wild. That's wild, guys. Yes. Just yeah, and there, if you check out the PNA Instagram account, there are new faces that are yeah, appearing. Yeah, it's And we have more coming up. We haven't announced <laughs> even, right? Uh, it's something it's, for everyone. Yeah. Correct. And we want to take this Southeast Asia because the other chip on our shoulder, it's, it's from a startup point of view, there's no Filipino startup ever that's ever successfully migrated or scaled overseas. Grab is a... Malaysian, Malaysian Singaporean yeah. uh, uh, carousel. Everything that we use is not from here. Yeah, you know, Shopee, Lazada, they're not Pinoy. No, no. And we, we feel that we are the best storytellers in the region. I'm not saying that this is how we're going to do it, but the formula of how we're going to scale overseas can be built here. Yeah. So, um, it, it's amazing to me. Now, you know, yeah. finally, there's like, uh, there is a podcasting wave. There is a podcasting mm-hmm. group that's actually doing this because come on, we've been doing this independently since 2014. Yeah. So like we uh, we saw it as like just a void, right? And we were just literally screaming into it, not yeah. realizing, not knowing how to monetize it. Like mm. for us, it was a big deal that somebody was putting two thousand pesos into our, right. uh, you know, into our pockets, and then that right. stopped because <laughs> turns out he was an estafador. <laughs> <laughs> So does that yeah. not get a sound effect? <laughs> no, it does not womp, merit womp. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> well, womp, womp, womp. Oh, yeah. I thought that would that would At merit a womp, womp. Yeah. Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, not. He's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. So you know, it, it's amazing, and this this happened. No, um, mm-hmm. a lot of the things as well that you shared with us is yeah. something that uh, are, are things that we heard at the first Philippine podcast right. meetup. Yep. So uh, now what you're doing is you're actually. Uh, bringing the community together right. in real time mm-hmm. in a in a physical space so people can network right and eventually uh, even those on the outside looking in can have a, can have what an insight into how yes. things get done correct absolutely because this is also I'm literally copying what the startup ecosystem in the Philippines is doing and I'm not ashamed to say that because it works mm. and the way they do it is ground ground up right you have to nurture the ecosystem for more people to, to spring from it, right? And there's always the first waves, and that's us. Yeah. You know, and that will inspire more content creators down the road. But what I want to implant in people is that you're not just making content. This is a business. And if you know that this, this is a business, you'll put more respect to it because you're not just there as a hobbyist, especially the ones that I think will end up working with us. I, I mean, right now, again, we can't be everything for everyone. Yeah. Right? There's a standard we have to because it has to it, it's, it's like a social enterprise it has to be reciprocal the way I help you make money we also help the whole ship to survive yeah. and weather the storm and eventually become the, the mammoth that we think it's gonna be so if I'm a boomer and I'm listening to this part right now, if I've made it this far, <laughs> what up, boomer? Oh, shit! 
<laughs> no, go ahead. No, 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 Digital economy now is on demand. Everything is made on demand. Music, Spotify. Mu- movies, Netflix. Netflix. iFlix, if you're uh, on that. Cars, transportation, Grab. Yeah. Everything will be on food, Grab food, food banda. Yeah. Right? This is just another medium that's putting a, a different iteration to, to what audio entertainment would be. Right? No, it, it, it doesn't have to be. Uh, mainstream media where everything will be, everybody will be. It's podcasts are supposed to be niche. So if you're a boomer and you think you, you talk about a certain topic, you're pa- passionate about it, and you think you can sound well, sorry, there's a big caveat here. You need to sound well <laughs> because I'm investing my time to fucking mm. listen to you. But if you're going to say, like, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not hitting on anyone, but. It needs to be worthy of my time invested on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that stuff exists. So, make it make a podcast. Yeah, yeah, true. But again, you have to make it sound and worthwhile for the listener, right? And again, talk about your your shit like it's it's you're passionate about it. The same way you guys talk about wrestling, mm-hmm. you talk about all these other things that you you know you're passionate about. It comes naturally if you love what you're talking about. Yeah. And um, so, like the idea, I, I get the idea because like that's something I've believed in for years. Now, mm-hmm. uh, soon people will want to put their money into it and advertise. Yes, and uh, you know, just to pull the curtain back a bit, like that's why you've been hearing stuff from say Kumu or Pay Maya on the yes. podcast mm-hmm. over the last uh, couple of months. So happy! Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you distress? <laughs> <laughs> so happy! No, so happy to you know, to do ad reads. Right. <laughs> yeah, like finally, finally, it's actually happened. Yeah. Um, now we're at a point where uh, we're about to end the decade mm-hmm. and podcast network. Asia is bringing the community once again. Yes. So that's happening next week. Uh, can you invite our listeners in case they are interested interested in uh, being part of the podcasting community? They want sure. to uh, set up shop here as well eventually down the road mm-hmm. or learn how to do it. Okay. Or maybe meet the one-fifth owner of Sweet Ecstasy. Monica. There you go. Um, there you go. He said it. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Fran. No, friends, uh, man, she made me fat. My <laughs> old office in Marty Files right beside Sweet Tex and Jupiter. Oh. That's wait, my go-to. Wait, no shit. That was your office? Yeah. The white one. God damn. Yeah, malapit din sa bayan ni Carlos. Kasi better air boy siya. No yeah. shit, And man. that was the HQ yeah. of the pod before oh, yeah, you picked yeah, yeah. us up. Uh, no way. We yeah, were literally stones throw away from yep, each other. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all meant to be. Again, again, as China said. Earlier. No accidents. All meant to be. Yep. Yeah. Stones throw from the gate. Yeah. All right. No, so and I got, I got, I got <laughs> towed twice there too. By the way, <laughs> fuck those Jupiters, my Jupiter, my. No, that's true. That's true. Oh my god. Going back to Tuesday. Going back to Tuesday. Yeah, that's your. Okay, sorry, plug Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, um, Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna do our second ever podcast meetup, and we're we we up the ante a little bit. Because again, we believe that podcasting is the next iteration of radio, but we need to talk to the OGs, right? We need to talk to the people that have done radio and talk about the stark and similarities and differences of how audio entertainment would be, right? From execution and whatnot. And we have another panel featuring our sponsors to talk about why the hell are they investing into this new media form of media? Nice. From a business point of view. And it's Paymai who's gonna be talking, Payoneer, which is my sponsor as well. 
and Baskin Robbins who invested on some of the podcasts in the nice free ice cream <laughs> not for Actually, you that's the thing we have Anli Lumpia uh, we have catering so Anli Lumpia because it's a Lumpia season everybody hey, loves Lumpia yes, yes, there we go and we have free ice cream as well yeah. all 31 flavors yes not all 31 <laughs> but I'm not sure but they will they will have they usually they usually have at least four yes. cherry on top uh, on top of the free lumpia yeah literal right. cherry on oh, top yeah. of the ice cream hey <laughs> alright so that's gonna be taking yes. place around 7-8pm yes it's in the pay my office 7th floor launchpad building in Sheridan Street cor- corner Reliance, Reliance yes, yes. Yeah, uh, near our old stomping grounds hey yes. yeah uh, so um, you've also got the radio panel. So you've got the sponsors panel. Then you've got the radio panel. Yes, and then you got you get to mingle with everybody. Yeah, that's it. So there. Uh, if you want to know who the guests are, they're actually on the podcast network Asia page. Uh, we've been posting them and sharing them all through the, the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a mystery guest, and I was informed before we started recording who this mystery guest is. Yep. All I will say about the mystery guest is that he is a big deal in the industry. Yes, oh my he is. God, Bo Twister! <laughs> no, <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost, almost. I'll say two words. I got two words for you. Wait, wait, wait. We have that. We have that. Yeah. Okay. Suck it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the worst suck I've ever heard. Hey, that was a Bella Twin. <laughs> that was a Bella Twin. Okay. But yeah. Two, two words. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Two words. So just figure it out. That's, that's our teaser right there. All right. <laughs> All right, so Damn. Ron Simmons. Yes, sir. Yeah. So if you want to be part of that, uh, admission is free, right? Yes. Uh, just go to j- check out the Podcast Network event or check out our page. It's there. Uh, you need, just need to sign up through Eventbrite because the last time we didn't use you do that, it was like, what the fuck? It's so hard to, to it's, it's hard to track. Yes. So Honestly, masaya siya because like from the first meetup, um, I'm not sure if you were there, Kamba. Sumabot ka ba? No, no, no. It was just the three of us. Okay, yes. yeah. It was a lot of fun. You had the free food. Uh, Ryan was like handing out tequila shots. Oh, no, <laughs> no. It's Christmas season. He's going to do that again. Oh, he was man. doing that after the panel. I was like, dude, I needed this before the panel began. <laughs> <laughs> so, pwede ba wait, next week, mas agahan natin yung you shots. Can do, you, can do, you can do tequila before yes. you do a there talking? You uh, yeah. If you ask nicely. Yeah. No, no, no. Because like, I always figured you were like glass of whiskey before you start. No, oh. I am a shot of tequila yeah, guy before going up. Wow. He likes tequila. I like tequila. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I, I, no. <laughs> Stan, I know you like tequila. I know. Yes. I know you know. A so, little too much. Yes. But yes. So, so uh, <laughs> there. Uh, if you want to be part of that, it's, it's going to be uh, at the Pay My Office, 7th Floor, Sheridan Corner Alliance in Mandaluyong yep. at 7 p.m. Uh, do catch the panels. It's going to be a lot of fun. You've got the Anli Lumpia and the uh, Baskin Robbins ice cream coming at you from every side. Yep. And uh, it's going to be um, a, a great way to cap off 2019 here at Podcast Network Asia. Yep. And we got more bombs to drop during the Oh, event. no. Yeah. But I can't. The bombs. I, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if no. you're not down with that. We got two words for ya. See, that's that's a, that's a proper second. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that, a there you suck. go. There. Actually, uh, uh, I, 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 I uh, there's a little caveat. My intro in Hustle Share, uh, it's always is wrestling inspired. I said, oh. let's begin this episode right now. So that's uh, a, that, that's it's, it's a, like my you and me in the ring right here. Yeah, right, right now. Yep, yep, like that. So that's a. I don't. I didn't even remember how the fuck that that started. But Ryan hates it um, <laughs> with so much gusto. I was like, I hate that shit. But you know, <laughs> you don't like promos. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. And one thing, let me just share this. Um, 
I shared this to Ro before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one special place in my heart uh, about wrestling is that my late grandma, I used to watch wrestling with her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, she knows Umaga. She gets oh. fucking mad at Umaga. <laughs> right? And Ma- Umaga never loses, right? That's before. Uh, uh, he never say. lost. Monster, yep, monster. Yep, right. And then um, Kali. She's yeah. like, oh, Great Kali. Kali, Kali. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, she, she, she hated she, Umaga and Kali were favorites. You know, but she hated Umaga more than anything. <laughs> it, it's nice how uh, there are more and more people pala who had Lola's Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always Ooh. the Lola connection. Yeah. 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 So uh, there, if you want to hear more stories like that from Ron, uh, especially yep. uh, about how to make the hustle happen yep. and how to pick yourself up after you've taken a big L, go check out Hustle Share. Thank it is you. everywhere you want to catch your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same platforms uh-huh. you're, you're catching this podcast. You it's can a find great, it there it's as a great well. listen to. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a little shorter than ours, but yeah. it's. It's <laughs> you can find it there, man. Uh, just like every other podcast on Podcast Network Asia, we yeah. went through the list of OGs earlier, and you can mm-hmm. find everything on the Podcast Network Asia social media feeds. But right now, we got to let our guest go because he's a busy, busy guy. So, thank Ron, you. thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you for uh, joining thank us you. here on the podcast. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. Boss Ron. Right. Boss Ron. And thanks Boss for Ron. giving <laughs> us this platform and this opportunity. Oh, just. Grow it. Run and, with your shit. Thank, we got you. And thank you for the free ice cream. <laughs> and, the you. You. And, and, and the lumpia. And the shots. Thank you. Thank you. See you on Tuesday, Ron. All right. Appreciate it. Peace. Thanks again to Ron Beitiong for uh, joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And you can check out his show, Hustle Share, here on Podcast Network Asia on any of your favorite podcatchers, especially on Spotify. And to everybody who's been supporting us, uh, please keep doing so uh, hit that subscribe button that download button please stream us all those things really go a long way towards keeping us uh, relevant and you know keeping us um, make a little bit of money from Paymaya and all the other sponsors that help us out here on the show and if you want to help us make more money hit him up on his socials yeah hit him up on uh, on his socials so just look for Ron Betyong and he, uh, he's not a hard guy to find party Ronster yeah then yung handles now because I realized he didn't plug it no no he didn't get to he didn't get to no. but yeah uh, not a hard guy to find and a very great, very great guy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, as we always do, uh, at least once a week now that we do uh, two episodes a week, we're going to end th- uh, this episode with our picks of the week. I'm going to start from today's episode of Monday Night Raw, and I'm going to pick Seth Rollins just uh, going full heel, finally cutting that scathing promo where he just shits on the WWE Universe and acts all self-righteous and then explicitly aligns himself with AOP. Um, I thought it was very cathartic for him to do. Uh, I also thought these were things that needed to be said by somebody. And, uh, it's and they a- did. Yeah. Um, it, it, hits, it, hits, it hits so many buttons and it hits. It was a great promo. Written Not pretty well. Yeah. Very, very good. So he is now both an architect and an author. Is that is that? Is well, technically, AOP has been retconned again to not be authors of pain. So what AOP, it, what? It's just yeah. AOP. It's just AOP. And it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. So basically, bodyguards are the A commanders are, and he's probably their interpreter now or some shit. He's the new Paul Ellering, except he wrestles. Yeah. Yeah. Except he wrestles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did I, huh? Oh, okay. If you well, for mine because I've been away from like the TV stuff. I did actually take the time to listen and give a chance to. Um, Lillian Garcia's podcast over the over the past week. Um, so Stan, you pointed me towards the Tomaso Champa interview. Yeah, yeah. From from her Chasing Glory podcast, but that sent me down like a, a rabbit hole of the NXT interviews that she's been doing as of late. So I gave a listen to the Candice LeRae interview, which hits home a lot as somebody who drinks a lot. 
and as somebody who's like has kids in their life so if you if you ever wanted to know like a lot of things from Candice and Johnny Gargano go to give their Chasing Glory interviews a good listen it's very very inspirational and I know it leans towards like the overly optimistic but it's it's a good listen guys alright my pick of the week is from 205 Live yes 205 Live is still newsworthy yeah it's still, still a thing, thing. it's kind of noteworthy sometimes so catch the latest episode from last Saturday our time uh, the main event Leo Rush versus Danny Birch Really, really good stuff. Yeah. How long does it go? Uh, 10 minutes long. But still. Uh, so good, so good. Because uh, Birch fills in the hole that Gulak left when he got drafted to SmackDown. Mm. And he does it even better because he's actually Danny Birch, right? Yeah. He's the uh, No, no, no. Uh, he is kind of a tweener, I think. Um, still kind of face mostly. But, but but hits like a heel. Uh, the, the real heel because is Angel Garza. Oh, so, yes. Even yeah. if they were looking. Like painting him as a family man. Yeah, he, he's kind of an anti-hero, yeah. yeah. Um, I think NXT 205 Live is doing a better job of of uh, putting painting these shades of gray. Mm-hmm. So definitely catch that because uh, it's good wrestling. All right, my pick of the week is actually a read of the week. That's right, putting myself over. <laughs> Put the, no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Check out of a bitch. cannot believe you, you go like this how, far. I Check mean, out my article on the 30 days of wrestling. 31, 31, 31 days. Okay, 31 days of wrestling. 31 days of December. 31 days of wrestling. Uh, with a love letter to one Mr. Bray Wyatt, yeah. aka The Fiend. It's a good uh, read, though. I heard that the original uh, cut of the article actually had like expositions on horror. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, it did. Um, I had to cut that yeah, shit. It didn't have to run that long, man. That's how I write an article. It has to be, I write it long. I know, I know. You get it. But I was going to say, is it as, is it, as long or longer than a Ken Warren Facebook post. <laughs> I oh know, I, my know, God! I, those, uh, <laughs> can can I get a damn? Huh? Can I get a damn? Well, that no, that ain't moment. you cannot ask for these things. You have to earn it. Just no, like but, I, uh, but seriously though, it was a good read. Uh, Chino did actually go all read. out on. Uh, he did his research. I, I, think. I, I covered all the way yeah, as far yeah. as Husky Harris. Nah, he, fo- he forced me. He forced me to look up the the first ep- few, first few episodes of the Funhouse and put it on there. So good job, Chino. So yeah, just yeah. check it out on uh, the Smart Henry website. SmartHenry.ph. It's also on my Facebook page. Yes, uh, it is. Chino, uh, Facebook.com/slash/ChinoLiao. Again, putting myself over. All right. It. If Camus can, so can you. All right. We so, all can. And I mean, Stan sort of did too. Sure. It's a busy December on the podcast, so babawi talaga kami from... This is busy from, December, full stop. Yeah, yeah from yeah. Uh, last week na hindi kami nakapag-record. Tomorrow, we've got Jackie Arias joining us, and she'll talk about her experience watching Grapple Max and SPW. Shout out to all our friends from both promotions. And uh, next week... We're going to be part of the uh, Podcast PH Meetup again. Christmas party! December 17. It's also the uh, the Christmas party of the network. So you'll catch us there live and in the flesh. Uh, And then you've also got our year-under specials at the end of the, well, year. Uh, We've got... 
stuff to talk about about the decade basically oh, the decade oh. in wrestling Sharper, it's the first first time nothing we end in decade eh. yeah oh. so um we'll probably do that in lieu of the awards maybe we can probably squeeze in the awards uh in year end awards while we talk about the shit that happened in decade no, 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 I, we'll, I think we'll have space for yeah, the we have awards, space for yeah. all that yeah, yeah. We'll, we have space we have two more weeks left yeah uh, and uh, then of course yung uh lagi nating inaabang abang uh yung theme song awards yes. it's just going to be a bit harder oh uh, my for God, all we the theme songs this year. <laughs> Shit, Here's the thing, you. though. Here's the thing. It's it's gonna be harder to do that this year because if you follow the WWE music uh, channels on Spotify and YouTube, they actually stopped uploading the new stuff. So the the so heel Bailey since, theme since is not CFO there. Dollar sign left. Yeah, yeah. heel Io Shirai theme yeah, is not there. Say, the, the Snoop remix on the Sasha theme is not there. You can't really find any clean copies. So what you're gonna hear on that episode is basically shit that's ripped off from oh, the actual from, programs. Yeah. So with the audience and everything. That's, that's, yeah, uh, you're gonna have to bear with us on that one because I. Uh, that's also one of the reasons why I kind of put Theme Song Tuesday on hold for now. Oh. Uh, that's why you haven't really been seeing that that's column on SmartHenry.ph. I was gonna say actually, you know, that Io Shirai heel theme. Oh, marami, marami, marami eh. mm-hmm. Yeah, marami yeah. Pang uh-huh, uh-huh. So there. No, wala, wala. that was a fake out. Oh, that was a fake out. The one okay. that came out. Ever okay. since, ever since Cifos left, yeah. uh, for some reason they stopped. I don't know why. I think it's. Uh, I think it boils down to licensing rights yeah, and all of that because they'd have a live performance licensing right but not a broadcast licensing right, yeah, right. so yeah uh, we're gonna it's talk all about that by the end of the, the year decade month however you wanna call it for now though we're gonna have to put a cap on this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast thank you so much to, uh, to We Remote Coworking Philippines for always having us here and to Podcast Network Asia for letting us be part of the OG batch and we will see you on the next episode tomorrow and next week in the flesh. So on behalf of China Liao, Raf Kamus, and Romaran, my name is Stan C. And we are out of here. Peace. Paalam. Mga kapodcast. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 